You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldweg, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in 5783, 2022. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Vayeshev. We have the story of Yaakov Avinu, Yosef Atzadik, Yosef and the brothers, the brothers selling Yosef down to Mitzrayim, the beginning of his story in Egypt. We have the story of Yehuda marrying Bashua, a certain wife, ending up having children from Tamar. A lot of intricate and interesting and important details of the lives of our forefathers, the Shvatim, the Shivteka, the 12 tribes of the Jewish people. And there's a point at the very beginning of the story which the Medrash hints to. It hints to. And if we can discern the depth of what the Medrash is saying, we can have a very deep, important, and profound lesson for ourselves. Pesach says, Yisrael Ohav es Yosef. Yisrael, Yaakov Avinu, Jacob, loved Joseph. Right? He loved him because he was a ben zikunim, which not a simple phrase to explain. Ben zikunim literally means ben as a son. Zikunim sounds like of his old age. All of his kids were the children of his old age. Binyamun was even the final of the 12 Shvatim. So the Mephorshim try to understand what is the word Ben Zekunim. What does it mean that Yosef was loved by Yaakov because he was a Ben Zekunim? So let's read the Medrash. It says famous idea which Rashi brings. They looked similar. Zivikunin which means the, the shine of his face was similar. Yosef looked like Yaakov. So what? So what? You know, a parent, parent has a child. You know, child looks like that parent. It doesn't mean that the parent is going to favor that child or is going to show him love. What does it mean that the face of, Yo- of Yosef was similar to his father? What is the depth of that teaching? This perhaps we can understand a little bit better that the Medrash says that Yaakov had given over to his son. According to the explanations here, Zivikunim means, I'm sorry, not Zivikunim, Ben Zivikunim means he was very bright, he was very smart. Yosef was somebody who had the capacity to understand all of the spiritual teachings of his father Yaakov. Yaakov had spent years in the, in the yeshiva of Shem Ve'ever, in the yeshiva of his father Yitzchak. And now Yaakov was giving over all of that Torah to, to Yosef, who obviously was precocious. He was 17 years old at this time. He was brilliant. Still, we need to understand, so what? Like, what does it mean exactly? The other sons didn't learn. They only went out as Reyetzin. They were out there as... As shepherds, they weren't studying the Torah of Yaakov. Why did Yaakov single out Yosef? Yosef was the only smart one. None of the other brothers were smart. What's the, what's the idea? What's the benzakunim? What is this benzakunim of Yosef? Then the Medrash continues with another seemingly unrelated concept. The Pasuk says that in recognition of his love for Yosef, 
or perhaps in recognition of Yosef's special status. Yaakov made for him a Ksenas Pasim. It's sometimes translated as a coat of many colors. But the word Ksenas Pasim means a Ketonet, is a, an outer garment. Pasim are lines, are stripes. It was a striped garment. Obviously it was special, it was unique, it was only given to him. And what was the result? In the name of Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, teaches us like this. person needs to be careful not to single out any of his children for a, uh, preferential treatment. Because of this beautiful garment, this striped garment that Yaakov made for his son Yosef, the brothers hated him. They were jealous of him. We don't understand yet. We don't, we don't yet have a grasp of what is, what's the exact purpose of this coat. What does this coat represent? Why did they hate him because of it? Is it just the simple jealousy of brothers? It's hard to explain it that way. I mean, we're talking about Yosef is 17 and he's the youngest of them. The oldest is, is Ruven, who was probably approximately 23 at this time. I'm talking about little kids. Okay, brothers, you know, there's competition between brothers, perhaps we could say. We have to understand on a deeper level what is the Ksenes Pasim? What is this code about with lines, with stripes on it? What is the concept of lines? What is the concept of stripes? What's a pas? It's also interesting to notice, and perhaps we can have a little bit of a depth of understanding what's the idea behind it, that the word pas, the two letters of the word pas, which make up the word stripe or, or line, are also in the name of Yosef, right? Yosef is Yud Vav Samech Pei, the last letters of his name, which are really the root of the name Yosef, the root of the name Yosef is Saf, which means the end. Or Yosef li ben Acher, as, as Rachel said, I should have another child to add on, is to, to bring about the, really, the word Saif means ending. And in Lehosif, uh, which means to add on, it means I want to come to a greater end. I want to come to a greater end. I want my completion. I want my completion. Yosef represents a completion. What is the, the word pas? What is the word pas, which means a line, have to do with the Yosef, which means completion? And why is Yosef called completion? Why is that his name? Yosef, the one who comes to the end. So, let's, let's take a look and see. This is some very interesting explanations here in the Medrash. We're going to try to come back to all the questions that we've asked so far and try to understand everything. But the Medrash continues and talks about the pasim, the, the lines, the stripes. Says the Medrash, what is pasim? Why was it called a ksenis pasim? Why was it called a garment of stripes? Says the Medrash something that doesn't seem to add too much information for us. It doesn't seem to teach us anything even. It says that the, the, stri- the, the garment would reach to the pas yodoi. Pas yodoi means to his, to his palm, to his hand. The, the, the garment, it stretched out until his pas yodoi. What's a pas yodoi? 
The lines, it sounds like the lines of his hands. The lines of his hands. Now you look at your hands, you look at the lines, there are lines on your hands. What are those lines? And what's the significance that the Ksenis Pasim, which is the striped garment with lines on it, reaches to the lines of his hands? What is that idea? What is the lines of the hands? What does that have to do with the clothing that he's wearing? Tavaracher, another explanation, Pasim. What are these lines? I said, Medjah says something even more difficult to understand. It says, this was a kind of garment, it was a, a compressible garment. It was a light garment made out of very light material, and you could, you could fold it up and fit it into the palm of your hand. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? That's very interesting. Pasim. There's something hidden in the word pasim, in the word lines, that indicates many different things. We've already seen it gets to the lines of the hand, it gets to the line, to the, it gets to the, it could be crumpled up inside of the, into one's hand. But the third explanation here of the Medrash is that there was, the word pas can also be milashon pais. From the language of pious, the word pious, if you live in Israel, you know what a pious is. A pious is a lottery, right? You want to win, win big in the lottery, you, you, there's a mifala pious. Some of the money goes to uh, building schools, some of the money goes to the winners of the lottery. But there's a pious, there was a pious. What was the pious? What was the lottery? And by the way, the word lottery also, pious has to do with, with lines, right? Because what would you do with a lottery with, with, when you draw lots? You take strings, equal strings, and one string would be a little bit longer. Then you would cover up the bottom of the strings, and each person would pick a different string, right? And whoever got the longer string was the winner, so to speak. That's upon whom the lot fell. So this was done when the brothers were deciding who was going to tell Yaakov Avinu about the fact that Yosef was gone. And he dipped the Ksenis HaPasim, interestingly, into the blood, and they brought it to Yaakov, and, and Yehuda said, Hakerna, recognize, do you recognize this, this coat? So they drew lots. So the Ksenes HaPasim is the, is the garment about which lots shall be drawn. That's what the Medrash says. Again, Ena Medrash Darshani, the Medrash is begging an explanation. Next explanation of the Medrash, Pasim al-Shem Why is it called Ksenes HaPasim? Because of the challenges and difficulties that Yosef would endure. Each of the letters of the word Pasim is indicative of a challenge that he would endure. The letter Pei refers to Potiphar, the challenge that he would endure with Potiphar's wife trying to, trying to uh, have illicit relations with him. Samech, the Samech of the word Pasim, Samech, Seichrim, the merchants, Yud Yishmeilim, Mem Midyonim. Each of these letters indicates the different people who were involved in his being sold down to Egypt. So somehow this Xenis Pasim, this garment of stripes, somehow is indicative of the problems that Yosef would endure, 
would encounter. You know, each of these explanations sounds like just like very far afield from any of the other ones, but perhaps we can find a thread that runs through all of these. Let's keep reading. Davar Acher, Pasim. Another explanation. Pasim, Rabshim ben Lakish, Rabshim ben again I'm sorry, Rish Lakish said the name of Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, which we had earlier. He was the one who said that a person should be careful about not giving preferential treatment to any of his children. The Pasuk says in Tehillim, in Psalms, chapter 66, verses 5 and 6, Go and see the works of God. Which means, you need to look carefully to try to understand how Hashem works in the world. Hashem does things that are hidden, that are difficult to understand. Why does this happen to this person? Why does this problem, why does this success, why, why does this person have to endure hardships? Why does this person seem to have it easy in life? Go out and see that there are many different ways that Hashem works. And the next passage says, God switches the, the sea to become dry, dry land. What do these two psukim have to do with each other? It says, Rish Lakish, and then Rilavaz ben Azari, it says, These psukim, where we see, you look around and you see things are different. Things are, don't seem to be the way they should be. You see that Yosef is the youngest brother, and yet the brothers hate him. Why? Because it doesn't seem fair. Why is he getting singled out for preferential treatment? Right? But what does that have to do with Kriyas Yamsuf? What does that have to do with the, the, the sea being turned into dry land? Pasim Pasyam. Says the Medrash, another opaque statement about the concept of the Pasim of the stripes. The stripes represent the stripes, the, the lines that the Jewish people would walk through in the sea, right? There would be pasim, there would be walls that would stand up as they walk through the sea, as they walk through the Yamsuf, the sea would split in front of them. It would turn into, into stripes, so to speak, into lines. And 12 tribes would walk through those 12 lines. In whose merit, in whose merit, indeed, would it, would it split? So we find that the merit of Yosef, as the Mephorshim explained here, Joseph's merit was that which caused that the waters should split. And there it was his urine. It was, the, it was the beer of Joseph. It was his coffin that was brought there. The waters split in front of him. Why? As the Medrash explains elsewhere, because Hayom Ra'ovayanois, he says, the, the sea saw and it ran away. Right? It made it. it made way for the Jewish people to come. What did it see? It saw someone else that ran away. It was Yosef who ran away. Joseph ran away from the wife of Potiphar. And in so doing, his merit, the merit of that incredible act of self-control, brought about the ability for the, the waters of the sea, which are meant to flow, which are meant to, to 
they're not meant to part and make way for the Jewish people to come through. But since Yosef did something superhuman, supernatural, the sea also overcame its natural state of being in order to turn into dry land so the Jewish people could, could go through there. And this merit, how is it brought about according to one understanding of this Medrash? It was brought about because of the hatred, the jealousy of the brothers for Yosef. Ultimately, he would be placed into this terrible challenge with Potiphar's wife, but he would rise above the challenge and the result would be that he and the Jewish people would experience an incredible miracle as the sea would defy its own nature and split in front of the Jewish people. Now, what is the concept? What is the concept here? What is the concept of passing? What is the concept of the lines or the stripes on his coat? And how can we tie together all of the different threads in this beautiful medrash, perhaps understand it all, as denoting a single concept? And if we think about it, if we think about it, what is a pas? So as I was preparing this Dvar Torah, so I was looking, I was sitting outside, and I'm looking at um, some telephone wires. I was looking at telephone wires, noticing how they're straight, and how they lead from one place to another, right? If we could, what is a line? What is a pas? It's, a, it's something that leads from one point to another point. So what? So what? What does that mean? That means that we're on a journey through life, so to speak. We're on a journey through reality. The Jewish people, as a nation, are on a trajectory. We are going from point A to point B. We are going from the creation of the, of the world, as the Torah is describing for us, from the creation of the world to the end of the world, so to speak, to the Messianic age, to the moment when all of the world will recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu, will recognize God. Yosef is the one who is the Saif. He's the one who represents the end of the process. Why? Why does he represent the end of the process? He's the Yosef. He's the Saif. Yosef is the end. You find it in the concept of Mashiach ben Yosef. There's a Messiah who comes at the end of time, who's a descendant of Joseph. But Yosef is two things. He's the one who represents the end, right? His dreams, they describe the end point where all of the brothers would bow down to him. That's the, the final point of the story where they all are beholden to him. They are all bowing down to him. He is their leader. He's the one who guides them in their avodah Hashem, in their service of God. So there's a certain completion messianic moment there as well. But he also represents the one who brings them on that trajectory, who guides them along the trajectory that they need to discern and traverse in order to get to that end. Let's go back to the beginning, okay? Yosef is the one who represents the continuation of the trajectory, really, of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov is the one who knows the end, as we spoke about in previous weeks. He knows about the end. He knows when Mashiach is coming. He knows he wants to reveal it to his sons, but he can't. He's the one who represents the end. He's the Ekev, is the heel, is the farthest end. 
of the human body. That's Yaakov, is Milosh and Ekev. Yosef also represents the end. And therefore, when we say that, he's, that he was the Ben Zikunim, right? So there's a few different um, things that we can feel out in that, in that idea, in that concept. Ben Zikunim is the child who's born in his old age. That means in the end of his life, he, he represents the end of what Yaakov wants to, to continue in the world. He represents the goal of Yaakov. Yaakov teaches him the wisdom. He's the one who's the Bar Hakimah. He's the one who has the wisdom to receive the journey, to receive the, the wisdom that's necessary to continue to traverse the journey in order for all the Jewish people to be led by him, by Yosef. He gets a Ksenis Pasim. And we have a different, uh, perhaps a different hair, a different depth of understanding of what is the Ksenis Pasim. What is this? Why did he receive a, a garment that has lines on it? Because he's the one who's got the lines. He's got the lines of where we're headed. He knows it's not just one line on this garment. It's not only his line. I would like to say perhaps it's a Chiddush, certainly not the Pashup Shat, but it's perhaps we could say, certainly in concept it's definitely true, Yosef is the one who has 12, there are 12 lines on his garment, I would say. There were 12 lines on his garment. Why do I say that? Because each of the lines on his garment represented not just his own line, the own path that he needed to traverse, but also the lines of his brothers that they also needed to traverse. Their light that was going to shine in the world, right? They were kechavim. They are stars who need... They were the 11 stars in his dream. They had a light that they needed to shine in the world, and they needed to bow down to him in order for that light to shine properly, in order for them to know how to, to shine their light. And, and Yaakov is also in the dream as, a, as the sun and the moon. His, Rachel's light also shines into the world through Yosef. He's the continuation of the trajectory and the line. Now, does that create a problem? Yes, because if they don't recognize that he's the one who needs to lead them and guide them, they're not going to get on their own paths. Now let's look for the next, let's look through this and continue on this trajectory as we understand what the rest of the Medrash is saying. Pasim Shoisamagasa Pasir. It says it got to the lines on his hands. That's where the garment got to. What does that mean? It's very deep, it's very beautiful. Because our sages teach us that the lines on our hands represent the our lifetime. They represent all of our kaichas. There are certain Mikubalim, great uh people steeped in, in the deeper wisdom of the Torah, they can look at your face. They can look at the lines on your hand and they can know everything about you. They can understand your tchunas hanefesh, your, your spiritual attributes, your ofi, your personality traits. And they can guide you to where you need to go because they can look at the lines on your hands and see what your trajectory is. This garment got down to the lines of the hands means that it, that's what the essence of what this garment represented, that Yosef was that person who could look at each one and say who they are and what their trajectory is. But Yosef is the one who continues the trajectory of the Jewish people and helps facilitate that trajectory. This is really the same concept. It was, very, it was a very light garment that could be folded up and put into the palm of your hand, which means that on the lines of your hand, you have the, the information for all of your entire life, just like the DNA that's in every cell of your body has the information for your entire body. This 
coat represented what Yosef was, who Yosef was. He was someone who had a deep insight into each individual within Klal Yisrael. He knew how to lead them. The information was all embedded within him, how they each needed to go, what their trajectory personally was, each one of them. It also represents the, the lottery, right? There's a lottery in life, so to speak, which represents exactly who we are and what our tafkid is and who we are supposed to be. You can see that in the lines of a lottery. Right? He draws out the lottery. He's the leader. The lottery chooses him. Why? Why does the lottery choose Yehuda to be the leader and to say it to, to, to Yaakov? That his son is gone. Look at the the blood is on the sinus pasim. What a an incredible um, image! What an incredible representation! The blood is on the garment. Is saying that the 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 trajectory of the Jewish people is dead. Who is the one who has to pre, you know present this information to Yaakov? Why is he so distraught and destroyed? For twenty two years he cries. Because the trajectory of the Jewish people is gone without Yosef. And the Xenus Pasim, which represents the trajectory of the Jewish people, is destroyed without Yosef. And Yehuda has to present that. Why? Because he also is the trajectory of the Jewish people. Right from Yehuda comes Mashiach ben David. Right? So he, even when you can't see Yosef, even when Yosef is hidden, there's still a leader called Yehuda. Something to think about. But in, in contained in the trajectory of each individual is also the travails and problems that he has to endure because those troubles, those problems, right? Potiphar's wife is the pay of, of Pasim and the Seichrim, Yishmael, Midyanim, the different problems that he has to get through. But Potiphar's wife is the very trajectory that he has to go through to overcome in order for the, the seed to split and open up in front of the Jewish people for, for that moment of incredible salvation of the Jewish people walking into receiving the Torah. It's all because of him. It's all because of him. See this incredible thing, says the Medrash, based on the Pasuk. You don't, you don't know. We don't know. We look at stuff and we say, hey, it's not fair. Why does Yosef end up in jail? Why does he end up for 10 years, 12 years in jail? Does he end up having to become a slave, sold by his brothers? We don't, we don't understand all of the vicissitudes of life, all of the challenges that a person goes through. We don't know where it's going, but in the end, it brings out a miraculous feat, a miraculous feat on the, on the part of Yosef to run away from Potiphar's wife, a miraculous feat which is opened up in front of the Jewish people. The Jewish people walk through 12, 12 tribes walk through 12 different pasim, 12 different traveling lines through the, through the sea, through the challenges of life. And they're opened up because of Yosef. The Xenos of Pasim is his. The, the garment which represents the line that we are, the, the, the path that we are to travel throughout life is represented in Yosef and in this garment. I want to bless you, I ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us that we should be able to see the line of the Jewish people. We should see our place on that line. We should see where we need to travel 
And we should see that the troubles and travails that we go through are part of where we need to get to. We won't always know about it at the time, but we'll see it much more in hindsight. Yosef is the one who sees at the end. Hashem should help us that we should see the Mashiach from Yosef. We should see the Mashiach from Yehuda, which really means that we should see, we should be able to see the culmination of Hashem's plan for each and every one of us individually and for the entire Jewish people and the entire world. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.